0: Come on, do you feel him in this house? Hallelujah, do you feel him in this this place, God? Hallelujah, we worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah, come on, let's worship him for a few moments longer. It feels good in the presence of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Amen, it feels so good to be in the house of the Lord amen, here on this Sunday afternoon. And I believe that God is already meeting with us. And I do believe that, amen, hopefully going to give somebody a revelation here today as to why God is meeting with us here today. And, you know, it starts with things like what we did in the prayer room. Amen, when the people of God begin to call on the name of the Lord. Amen, he starts to move in that atmosphere, and then when people make the decision, I'm not just coming, amen. Nobody came here today to spectate. That's why we're feeling what we feel. Everybody said, I'm coming to lift up my praise. It might even be a sacrifice of praise for somebody. But you said, I'm going to lift it up anyways. And God says, I inhabit the praises of my people. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. It's so good to be, amen, back Amen. Back home. If you have your Bibles, the book of Mark chapter 10 and beginning at verse number 46. Mark chapter 10 and verse 46. Amen. I do believe that God's got a word for us today, and I want to do my best to preach that word and give somebody a revelation in the name of Jesus. Without any further delay, Mark chapter 10 and verse 46. And they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard, notice how he was blind, but he wasn't deaf. When he heard, you got to use what you got, praise God. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out. He was blind, but he was not deaf, and he certainly was not mute. You got to use what you got to get what you need. Hallelujah. And he said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace that's a that's an old english way of saying shut up now kids you're not allowed to say that hallelujah but that's that's what the adversary would like some folks to do here today just be quiet amen just 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 not say anything i love what he does i hope this gets in every heart of every individual here today But he cried the more a great deal. You ever met somebody like that? You just try to stop them, and it just motivates them. I got any folks like that in the house of the Lord? I'll put myself in that category. The more somebody tells me I can't do something, the more that I want to prove that I can do something. Amen. There's some folks that the devil's told you what you can't be and what you can't do. It ought to give you a little bit of encouragement to cry out the more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he cried out, The more a great deal, Thou Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still. He was going through. He was passing by. He was just going to keep on going. But because this man cried out the first time, and when everybody tried to shut him up, Amen. he cried out even more than he did the first time. And he said, Oh, Jesus, please don't pass me by. And Jesus stood still. And commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man saying, be of good comfort. Rise, he calls for you. And he casting away his garment rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, what wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole I think there's some faith in the house of God thy faith hath made thee whole and immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way hallelujah amen I want to talk to you about his faith that he cried out amen and that when everybody tried to shut him up this is his faith he cried out even more And I want to preach to us for a few moments on this subject, voice activation, voice activation. Would you set down your Bibles and let's pray all across this house and let's ask that God would speak to every single one of us, that God would absolutely touch us. Hallelujah, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel joy in the house of the Lord. I feel goodness of God that's flowing through this place. I believe that there's people that are going to walk out whole. Amen. I believe that as we activate our voice, that God is going to do something in your life. Hallelujah, Lord. We love you. We thank you. We give you praise in Jesus' wonderful name. Let's clap our hands and shout with our voices unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. Amen. Voice activation. Man, Brother D has done an incredible job. They've been preaching to us about the word of life. Amen. And uh, he started talking about it. He said, man, you didn't even know. I had already planned to preach, felt, felt impressed to preach this today. And I said, you were already preaching the other side of the coin. Amen. Voice activation is an adjective relating to a piece of equipment that responds to or begins to operate in response to a person's voice. This is a modern technological advance that we all enjoy today. In 1962, however, William Dirsch unveiled the shoebox. It was a machine that could do simple math calculations via voice-activated commands far stretched from where we are today. IBM then commissioned a task force to investigate the long-term potential for speech activation. And uh, through the process of many different inventions, they they started progressing forward. It was just a lot slower back then, thanks to the introduction of faster microprocessors. Speech in the 1990s, the world's first speech recognition and voice activation software for consumers was developed. It was the first continuous dictation software, meaning one did not have to pause between words. In 1992, Apple also produced its real-time continuous speech recognition system that could recognize as many as 20,000 words. By 2001, voice activation development had hit a plateau, and it was not until 2008 when Google emerged with its Google voice search application for iPhones. In 2010, Google introduced personalized recognition on Android devices, which would record different users' voice queries to develop enhanced speech model. It consisted of 230 billion English words spoken by people that had a little bit different accent. Eventually, Apple's Siri was implemented on the iPhone 4S in 2011, which relied on cloud computing as well. And as of recently, amen, someone at Google said that their AI has become sentient. Come a long way from somebody making speech activated. And voice activated calculations on a calculator. Today, almost every home, cell phone, and car is equipped with voice activation technology. And if I say it right now, some phones are going to go off. Hey, Siri. You go home and say, hey, Alexa. Hey, Amen. If somebody said, hey, Alexa, I started swinging. There ain't no Alexa in my home. Praise God. Hey, Amen. They're going to listen to me. No, I'm kidding. That's how they get you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We are now voice activating our phone calls, our text messages. In fact, we were at peak conference, and Sister Olivia heard me voice texting some folks, and she heard the word exclamation point far too many times because I do punctuate in my voice text. Praise God for punctuation. And uh, we, we voice activate our music playlist. Hey, Siri, play this, or hey, Alexa, play that. We even go as far as to voice activate our central AC and heating units. Our house lighting, turn the light on, turn the light off. When I was a kid, we just had clap on, clap off, you know what I'm saying? I think we ought to implement that in the church. Preacher, clap on, clap off, you know what I'm saying? Preacher, preach better. Clap on, clap on, clap on. Preacher, stop preaching. Clap off, praise God. But voice activation is something we all use. In fact, there's people here today could not go one day without voice activation. Uh, I I, I promise you this. I would not text. I don't text as much as I do, but I definitely wouldn't text as much because I hate using my phone that way, using voice activation. And uh, I want to talk to us today about voice activation because I think that it's something that all humans have really longed for, that they could call out into the ether, that they could call out into the universe, and something would happen. I believe that this is a desire that every person got when they were created in the image of God. Because it was God that when he came to start everything, he began to speak. And God said, let there be light. And there was no sun, there was no moon, there was no stars, there was nothing from light to emit from, and yet just by the activation of the voice of God, light began to appear. Amen. There's something about that that we all desire to have that kind of power. That when God said, uh, let the land come forth, uh, it did not matter how deep the water was. Uh, The land began to crawl out of the water. Uh, Amen. There's something about that kind of power that we all wish we could have. When we would just call out uh, and God would say, let the herb bring forth. Uh, Amen. And let the trees come forth. And let the fish come forth. And let the fowl come forth. And everything God did, he spoke it. Amen. And the Bible declares that God spoke the things that were not as though they were. I want to tell you that God, uh, amen, in the beginning was the word. I want to tell you, God was speaking uh, well before uh, anything ever was created. Uh, Amen. God's logos, God's logic, uh, God was speaking things out. Uh, He knew that 2,000 years after Calvary, there'd be a church in Carson City. Uh, Amen. And when he cried on that cross, uh, Father, forgive them. Uh, They know not what they do. Uh, He was not just speaking to those uh, that were at Calvary. Calvary, but he was looking down the road at you and I, that one day we would need to come to an altar, and he was speaking forgiveness that did not exist up until that point, and he was activating. And there's something about that kind of power that everybody wishes they could do. Amen. We wish we had the ability to speak, and it were so. Man, in fact, there's some people who would have you believe that you can, in fact, speak, and it is so. And I want to tell you, I believe all—I believe with all my heart—you need to speak, amen, good things, as Brother D has preached. You need to speak words of life, amen. That out of the mouth, and out of, uh, from the from the mouth, proceeds life and death, and you need to talk life, and you need to speak good things, amen. Yeah. But but there is an element there that we have to understand: we have limitations, yeah. amen. Don't listen to any. Charlatan that'll tell you you can just speak yourself into a billion dollars. No, you can't. Amen. But you can speak, amen, in such a way where you start directing yourself to what you really believe, uh, amen, and and you start working harder and you start, amen, thinking differently and you start reading and studying differently and all of a sudden you find yourself in a place of blessing and you find yourself in a place, uh, amen, that's different than where you are today. Uh, I want to tell you, amen, as much as I don't believe in uh, blab it, grab it, I also don't believe, uh, amen, in negative speech and I also don't believe, uh, amen, that we ought to just always talk down and talk down and talk down. Because, amen, if you direct yourself, uh, amen, in that way, uh, you'll start talking down and talking down and talking down until eventually you believe it. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. And sometimes you don't have a preacher preaching to you. So you got to quote the word of God. Amen. That's why the Bible says encouraging yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sometimes you got to lift yourself up, David. Encourage yourself in the Lord and say, God's got it under control. And you got to speak to yourself and say, God has done it before and God can do it again. And you let your faith activate. Hallelujah! But I know there's some people, they also, they like to speak negative about everything. Amen. My pessimist brethren and sisters, let me help you. Amen. If you speak all negative all the time, amen, don't expect your life to be very positive. Amen. We all remember Eeyore, Winnie the Pooh. Amen. He was just, oh, it's a terrible day. Eeyore, whatever you want to call it. Amen. But he's negative. Nothing ever changes his life. Uh, It's probably going to rain. Amen. If you read C.S. Lewis, it's probably puddle glum. Everything's negative. Amen. Don't be like that because you'll start believing it. Hallelujah. As much as I don't believe. You could just speak a billion dollars into existence. I, I, I also even want to let you know that if you start being real negative, amen, as much as you can believe for something and you start speaking it, even though you can't speak it into physical existence, you can start changing the way you're thinking about something, and then it starts changing your actions, and then you start getting a little closer to your goal, amen, but if you start speaking negative about everything in life, uh, amen, you're just going to get further and further and further away, and I've never met anybody that spoke negative, uh, amen, ever get closer to their goal. It's just everything's going to fall apart, everything then why even try, why even put a foot forward, why even attempt, Uh, amen, but I want to tell you, faith is the the opposite, Uh, amen, that we do exactly what God did, although we may have limitations, and we may not have the power that God has, uh, amen, but we start looking into the future, amen, it may not exist today, but we start speaking it in faith. And it may not be, but we speak it in faith that one day it will be. And we speak to dry bones that are dead and dry. And we speak in faith that God is going to resurrect and God's going to raise up an army. And we speak in faith that something is going to transform. Although we have limitations, I believe that Bartimaeus is tapping into a revelation that I hope we get here today. He's tapping into a revelation, although I am not God, and although I cannot change something strictly by my own power, amen, I do have a power that is at my disposal, and it is my voice. It may not have the same power as God's voice. It may not be able to speak to light and light come to be. But I was created in the image of God. And if God chose to use his voice, amen, to bring about change, then I can lift up my voice and bring about change. It might be dark where you're living, Bartimaeus. But if you can tap into the revelation and activate your voice, things can change. Amen. Your situation can change. You can, in fact, be healed if you can speak it out in faith and believe that God is able. All things are possible to them that believe. Somebody ought to clap your hands and shout with a voice of triumph. Bartimaeus tapped into a revelation about God. Let me help everybody understand something about God. God is voice activated. Hallelujah. God is voice activated. Your voice cannot make light appear, but your voice can make God appear. Let me help somebody so they don't think I went off the deep end. Uh, This does not mean that God is controlled by our voices. Uh, But what this means is that God is moved by our voices. You and I can't command God, but I want to tell you, God's activated uh, by your voice uh, that when you cry out, uh, when you speak up, uh, when you pray, uh, when you worship, uh, God gets activated. Uh, God gets moved. Uh, he gets moved with compassion for those in distress. Uh, he gets moved uh, with love uh, for those that are worshiping. Uh, he gets moved uh, when people need him. Uh, he gets moved, uh, but it comes from people that are willing to cry out and ask for god's help oh somebody ought to clap your hands and shout with a voice of trial god is voice activated when we lift up our voices uh, we find several things uh, that when we pray uh, amen i could quote it to you but i amen i might as well just give you a little bit of it Uh, if my people which are called by my name Shall do what? Humble themselves and pray. Let me help you. Amen. God said if you'll lift up your voice and you'll begin to cry out and you'll begin to call out, he said I will hear from heaven. I want to tell you God's in heaven with his ears directed towards the sound of your prayers. And there's people that want God involved. I want to tell you you can't get God involved until you activate your voice. You can't get God involved until you lift up. Your voice and say, God, I need you. Wow. Amen. We've got to be willing to lift up our voice and activate our voice. Amen. There's people that think God's going to come because they thought. God doesn't show up because you think. In fact, look, find one place in the Bible that God showed up because somebody was thinking. Hallelujah. You can find time after time, uh, amen, where people cried out in their time of distress. Uh, sometimes it was after years of praying. Uh, sometimes it was just a single cry that brought direction or brought deliverance instantaneously. Uh, amen. Many have wondered why there are so po- such powerful results uh, from simply crying out to God. Uh, throughout scriptures, uh, amen, God commanded his people to cry out, uh, and he gave them a promise uh, that he would show up. If they cried out. Psalms 50 and 15, uh, call upon me in the day of trouble, uh, and I will deliver thee, uh, and thou shalt glorify me. Uh, amen. That's where some people's praise is gone. Uh, they haven't cried out to God. Uh, they haven't seen deliverance. Uh, therefore, they don't glorify God. Uh, but if you start crying out to God, uh, he said, I'll deliver you, and I'll give you a reason to praise me, and I'll give you a reason to shout, uh, and I'll give you a reason to dance. Uh, but it all starts by activating your voice. Amen. Jeremiah 33 and 3 says, call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou hast not known. Can I preach to somebody that's wondering why your walk with God has gotten stale and gotten boring? I want to tell you, you ain't seeing great things. You're not seeing mighty things. That's because you refuse to activate your voice. But today, if you'll activate your voice, God said, I'll answer you, and I'll show up. Cannot preach to somebody when we lift up our voice. God shows up and God shows out and doubt's gotta leave and fears gotta leave and sickness has gotta leave. But it starts by activating our voice. (laughs) Hallelujah. Psalms 34 and 17. The righteous cries, and the Lord hears them and delivers them out of all. Come on, somebody. Hey, God got me out of this, and God got me out of that, but I don't know about right now. God delivers them out of all. Somebody ought to shout all. Somebody ought to shout all. Activate your voice and say all when god said i'll deliver you out of all your troubles uh, it doesn't matter what the bill collector said oh it doesn't matter what the doctor said oh it doesn't matter what your neighbor said oh it doesn't matter what your record says oh i want to tell you when you activate your voice uh, he said i'll deliver you out of it all devil you gotta go oh amen depression you gotta go oh i want to preach that somebody's sickness has gotta go because god said oh Somebody ought to shout and give God praise. You ought to activate your voice. All, oh, all, oh, oh, oh. Psalms 56 and 9. When I cried unto thee, then shall my enemies turn back. For this I know, for God is for me. When you cry, the Bible declares, submit yourself. Therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. When you cry out to God, you're saying, God, I can't do this by myself. And the devil looks around, and he thought there was only three in the fire. But when he looks around, he finds a fourth one. He looks and says, we got him outnumbered. Uh, But when God shows up, uh, he begins to flee because he recognizes uh, Gideon's 300 uh, looks like 3 million. uh, And we're outnumbered. Uh, We're outmatched. Uh, But it all started by activating your voice. Man, you got to cry out. You got to lift up your voice. You got to activate. Activating your voice. I want to preach to somebody. Amen. Sometimes it comes out when you're crying in distress. Sometimes it comes when you're praying. Amen. Sometimes activating your voice comes when you are praising God. Sometimes activating your voice is when you're getting angry at the adversary. Amen, there's different words for crying out. Uh, Amen, some of them were crying out in times of war. Some of them were crying out in times of distress. Uh, Some of them are crying out in times of worship. Uh, Amen, I want to tell you, God has never, never, ever wanted his people to be silent. Uh, God has always, uh, amen, God wanted us to know one of the first revelations about him is that God speaks. Uh, And when you and I were created in the image of God, it was not so we could sit down and shut up. Uh, God gave us vocal cords for a reason. Hey, I just come to preach somebody. Uh, it's not just the fact that you don't have a tail that makes you not look like an animal. Uh, I want to tell you one of the things that makes us different is our ability to communicate. Uh, our ability, amen, to process ideas uh, and let those ideas work around in our brain and then come out of our mouth. I, I know some folks, they start vocalizing, they start living like an animal. Because they start getting rid of their human characteristics. Uh, amen, I want to help you here today. Uh, you need to activate your voice. Uh, you need to activate your yes. voice. Yes. Hallelujah. Crying out to God is an act of desperation. It takes total concentration. It is a fervent expression of faith in God and trust in his goodness and power to act on our behalf. Uh, crying out to God expresses uh, several things. Number one, it expresses genuine humility. Because only the person uh, that recognizes they need God calls out to God. Yeah, let me preach about it for a moment. Uh, It's hard for people to admit that they cannot solve a problem or overcome an obstacle. But I want to tell you, it's true uh, whether you can admit it or not. That's why the Bible says he delights in a broken and contrite heart that humbly seeks him. Amen. That does not. Amen. Does not just go somewhere else but goes straight to God. And the Bible says God hears and does not forget the cry of the humble. When you cry out to God and activate your voice, you are also yielding up an unconditional surrender. When a situation becomes so desperate that only God can deliver you, that God and God alone can deliver you, a cry represents total and unconditional surrender. It's not a bargain with God. It's I leave my life in your hands because I have no other choice. Amen. When you cry out, it is a plea for mercy. Because apart from Jesus, we have no value. Uh, amen. Uh, that value, that val- any value that merits God's favor. Uh, we need God's mercy. Uh, amen. We're driven to a point of despair and or destruction. Uh, amen. But when we cry out, uh, we are saying, God, have mercy on me. Uh, I need you. Uh, and lamentation tells us uh, it is because of the Lord's mercies uh, that we are not consumed. Uh, His mercies are new. Uh, every morning, uh, he's got compassion for you and I. When we activate our voice, we are declaring personal helplessness. Amen. I do not think that there's one person, amen, that can do it by themselves. Amen. Just not everybody has that that revelation. Amen. We need God's help to do difficult things. We need God's help to do simple things. We need God's help to do moderate things. I want to tell you what Jesus said. Without me, you can do nothing. Somebody ought to shout it out, nothing. Without him, you can do nothing. So stop... Stop going to work uh, thinking you can do it without God. Without him, you can do nothing. Uh, Don't try to make your marriage work without him. Uh, Without him, you can do nothing. Uh, Don't come to church without him. Uh, Without him, you can do nothing. You've got to cry out and say, without you, uh, I can do nothing. Uh, I need your help. When we cry out, when we activate our voice, we are declaring faith in God's power and God's resources. Amen. Our cry out to God acknowledges uh, that God's ability, uh, amen, is above uh, that which we can ask or think. That God's ability, uh, amen, can do that which we cannot. That God's ability can do that which somebody else cannot. Uh, as long as you got something else or somebody else uh, that can do it for you, you don't really need God. Uh, but the moment you realize, uh, I need God's help, uh, this is why God will keep letting people go further and further into the pit. Uh, it's not until they're stuck uh, all the way up to their chest uh, in the mud that they realize, uh, I need his resources. I need his help. I need. And brother, when you're in that place, I want to tell you it's difficult to, to believe you can get out of it. But when you cry out to God, you're saying, Amen. There's nothing else that can work. There's nothing else that can save. There's nothing else that can deliver. It's Jesus and Jesus only. And finally, when we activate our voice, what are we doing? We are we are, becoming, we are letting our desperation out. Crying out to God is an admission of one's need for God. The psalmist declared, in my distress. There's some folks who have been distressed this week. There's some folks who have been distressed this month. In my distress. I want to ask somebody here today, what are you doing in your distress? Come on, what are you doing when you're distressed? What are you doing when you're depressed? What are you doing when you're down and out? What are you doing? I want to tell you, there's some people that when they're distressed, they grab another pill. Hallelujah. I'm not talking to just sinners and uh, visiting folk. I'm talking about church folk. Well, it was prescribed, Pastor. Well, amen. It was prescribed for you to take one, not two. Uh, amen. In fact, you ought to probably get somebody else in charge of that so you don't take more than you need to. Hallelujah. Just step off my soapbox for a moment because let me preach to somebody. My father died as a result of prescription drugs. <laughs> There's people that have abuse and misuse, amen, and every time they get distressed, they want to medicate their way out. But I want to tell you, medicating your way out, whether it's through a pill, whether it's through a liquid, or whether it's through a screen, I want to preach to somebody, you can't medicate your way out. you got to cry your way out. Because when you cry out uh, in desperation and in distress, uh, I want to preach to you uh, that something transpires. Uh, God hears you. Uh, God hears your cry, uh, and it comes to his ears, uh, and God helps you uh, out of it all. There's people here today, you haven't cried out in a long time because you found something else to, to take care of you. In your distress, you found something else to help you out. But I want to preach to you today. It's time to activate your voice and try something you haven't tried in a while. And lift up your voice and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, I can't do it alone. Jesus, I'm desperate. Jesus, I'm helpless. Jesus, I need mercy. Jesus, I surrender. Jesus, I'm humbling myself to recognize I'm not God. You are Jesus, I have faith that you got the ability that I don't have. And I can't speak it into existence, but I can speak and make you stand still. I can speak, and you said you'd hear me. I can activate my voice, and God gets active. I can lift up my voice, and God starts moving. I just know there's somebody that needs to lift up their voice right now and cry out. Come on, let's stand across this building and lift up my voice. Somebody lift up your voice. Cry out. Cry out. If you'll activate your voice, you'll activate the emotions of God. If you'll activate your voice, you'll activate a move of God. If you'll activate your voice, you'll activate an answer to all things right now. Come on, come on, that's it. Somebody lift up your voice. Somebody lift up your voice. I need you, God. I need your help. I need your help. I need your help. Save me. Come on, let's pray. Let's pray. Come on. Lay those other things aside. Lay those other things that have been propping you up. Come on, Bartimaeus. Lay your coat to the side. Lay your beggar's coat to the side. I've been leaning on everybody else, but today I'm crying out. Today I'm activating my voice, and today by activating my voice, I'm activating Jesus. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. There's somebody that's one one cry away from being healed. One cry away from being delivered. One cry away from being filled with the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. One cry away. Jesus, save me. Hallelujah! Come on, let's pray. Hey, man, there's one visitor. that's one cry away, huh? but there's also one saint. that's one cry away. Huh? From there, there they've been tired of not seeing nothing. But if you cry out, you'll see great marvelous things. If you cry out, God will answer you. If you cry out, God will help. God's moving right now. God's being activated by somebody's voice. God's God's being moved by somebody's voice. God's being God's being moved in compassion by somebody's voice.
1: Hallelujah. Come on.
0: Come on, that's it. Cry out. Cry out. Cry out. Jesus is walking up and down these aisles need you, God. Don't pass me by. Come on, on on, over this altar. Would you come down to the front? When you lift up your voice and activate your voice, you are activating heaven as well. You are not just activating your voice, amen, for the sake of shredding your vocal cords. You are crying out and God said, I will deliver. When you lift up your voice, you can let God deliver you right now out of your depression, out of your distress, out of it all. God help me. Come on, that's it in the name of Jesus. Come down to this front and activate your voice. Come down to this front and activate your voice. Sinner, saint, visitor, friend, whoever you are. If you need God for anything, God will help you right now. But you got to lift your
1: voice.